You're Within the Norms, the blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. From youarewithinthenorms.com United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit Norman Clement, Prose Petitioner Case, Number 21-1262 B. Drug Enforcement Administration Respondent Motion for a rehearing under Federal Rules of Appellate Procedure Rule 35 The appellant moves, pro se, submits this fifth, fifth, supplement with exhibits to his petition request under Rule 35 before the entire panel for rehearing on bank from a May 25, 2022 decision, barring a summary reversal of the DEA Administrative Court and further based on the United States Supreme Court ruling in Ruan-Khan v. United States case, No. 20-1410. I. Table of Content. List of Proceedings Administrative Law Judge. Department of Justice. Drug Enforcement Administration 86 FR 64714 Pronto Pharmacy LLC, Plaintiff, V, Drug Enforcement Administration, Defendant Date Decision Issued, November 11, 2021 Date Decision Effective, December 21, 2021 Department of Justice Drug Enforcement Administration Underscore United States of America, Plaintiff B. Anthony Rutini, et al. Defendants. Case number 119 CR 81 Judge McFarland. United States District Court for the Southern District of Ohio Western Division. Unopposed motion to dismiss the indictment without prejudice and stipulation. 3. Appendix Case Summary. Pursuant to Rule 48A of the Federal Rules of Criminal Procedure, The United States of America hereby moves to dismiss the indictment against all remaining defendants in this case without prejudice. The parties hereby agree to unconditionally release and hold harmless the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of Ohio, Drug Enforcement Administration, its officers, employees and agents, and all other federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies involved in the investigation and prosecution. 3. 18. Case 1 colon 19 CR 00081 MWM doc hash 147 filed August 2, 2022 page 1 of 2 page at hash 1213 United States of America Plaintiff B. Anthony Rutini et al. Defendants Case number 119 CR 81 Judge McFarland United States District Court for the Southern District of Ohio Western Division Unopposed motion to dismiss the indictment without prejudice and stipulation. Underscore. 4. Table of website references and authorities. 1. The government needed a scapegoat, 75-year-old man charged with opioid conspiracy cleared, https colon slash slash reason.com slash 2022 slash 09 slash 07 slash the government needed a scapegoat 75-year-old man charged with opioid conspiracy cleared slash. 2. My brother is dying in excruciating pain from ALS, he once was a hero, the tale of two medical treatments, https colon slash slash youarewithinthenorms.com slash 2022 slash 09 slash 02 slash my brother is dying in excruciating pain from ALS he once was a hero the tale of two medical treatments slash. 3. I'm Howard Adele Glass, MD, a physiatrist pain specialist physician, not a street or office drug dealer or trafficker, https colon slash slash youarewithinthenorms.com slash 2022 slash 08 slash 30 slash I am Howard Adele Glass MD a physiatrist pain specialist physician not a street or office drug dealer or trafficker slash 4. DEA's intimidation forces pharmacists to violate your health care, a complex balance between medical science and law https colon slash slash youarewithinthenorms.com slash 2022 slash 08 slash 21 slash joss intimidation forces far makes to violate your healthcare a complex balance between medical science and law slash b 5 https colon slash slash corporate.walmart.com slash newsroom slash 2022 slash 09 slash 06 slash correcting the record on opioid lawsuits against walmart b 5 6. 
https colon slash slash open dot spotify dot com slash episode slash two xclgf four pcn zero wiflixi a six c equals epsurvi qui ww xug ww five Pronto Pharmacy LLC Decision and Order 86 FR 647 comma 14 2021 B 5610 Wheatland Pharmacy 78 FR 69441 69445 2013 V 6 7 https colon slash slash www.federalregister.gov slash d slash 2021-25133 slash pe7b12. 8. Suntree Pharmacy and Suntree Medical Equipment, LLC, Decision and Order, 85 Fed. Reg. At 73776-77-b12. Table of Laws. 21 U.S.C. Section 8011-v2. United States v. Moore, 423 U. SC 122, 1975, and 21 CFR 1306.04 A. B. 2. Ruan v. United States. 597 U.S. 20-1410, 2022. B. 6,7,8,9. C. Id. Section 811B, The Attorney General Shall, before initiating proceedings, to schedule or reschedule a drug. 5. Vi. Federal Rule of Criminal Procedure Rule 48A. Case 5 colon 20 CR 00163 PRW, Document 53 filed July 29, 2022 page 2 of 3. Section 841A, 1 and Section 1306.04A, Vi, 5, 6, 7, 9, 15. 21 U.S.C. Section 823F, 21U. S.C. 824A, Gonzalez, 546 U.S. at 262, observing Sections 823F and 824A explicitly grant the Attorney General the authority to register and deregister physicians, by 7-9. C. 21 U.S.C. Section 903. An act is the federal equivalent of a state medical board, 8. 21 U.S.C. Section 801 at SEC, Jones Total Health Care Pharmacy, LLC v. Drug Inc. Admin, 881 F.3D 823, 827, 830, 11th Sir. 2018, quoting Gonzalez v. Reich, 545 U.S. 1, 13, 2005, v. 9. 21 U.S.C. Section 871, Gonzalez, 546 U.S. at 262, Final Rule, Redelegation of Functions, Delegation of Authority to Drug Enforcement Administration Official, 75 Fed. Reg. 4982, February 1, 2010, by 9. C. Id. Section 811b, by 10. 7. 309 of the Act, 21 U.S.C., Section 829, by 15. Exhibits. Exhibits are organized by number based on supplement and number letter sequence, e.g. 5 equals supplement and 1A, 2B, sequence. 5.1A. James Barclay, Springbok, O.C. Letter to Honorable Matthew W. McFarland, U.S. District Court Judge Southern District of Ohio. 7. 5.2B. United States District Court for the Southern District of Ohio Western Division Cincinnati United States of America. Plaintiff, v. James Barkley, Defendant Case No. 1-19-CR-81. Order granting motion to dismiss the superseding information and indictment against Defendant James Barkley. In the interests of justice slash the court vacates Defendant Barkley's previously entered guilty plea, rejects Defendant Barkley's plea agreement slash and grants the unopposed motion to dismiss the charging documents against Defendant Barkley. Accordingly, the court dismisses with prejudice the indictment and superseding information against Defendant Barkley. 7 4 8 5.3c Congresswoman Grace Meng, Member of Congress, 60 District of New York, December 18, 2019, 7 4 5.4d Letter dated November 4, 2019, from Thomas W. Prevosnik, 
DEA Deputy Assistant Administrator Diversion Control Division 2, Kevin N. Nicholson, R. Ph. J.D. Vice President, Public Policy and Regulatory Affairs National Association of Chain DRNG Stores 1776 Wilson Boulevard Suite 200 Arlington, Virginia 2220934. 5.5e. United States District Court Southern District of Ohio Western Division, Miami Lucan Incorporated, Plaintiff, v. United States Department of Justice, Drug Enforcement Administration, Defendant. Report and Recommendation Pursuant to custom and practice, this miscellaneous action was referred to the undersigned magistrate judge. Currently pending is the DEA's Rule 60b-5 motion to set aside the prior decision of this court. I now recommend that the DEA's motion be denied. 8 8 9 5.6 F Letter dated February 12, 2021, from Thomas W. Prevosnik, DEA Deputy Assistant Administrator Diversion Control Division 2. Richard A. Lahern, Ph.D. 3691 Nestling Lane, Fort Mill, South Carolina 29708 Lahern at Hotmail.com. 8-2,32. Statement. The question here is the rule of law. The most fundamental concept of our country, without which our society crumbles. That, then allows for an agency to take anything they want unchecked based on their own manufactured rules and misinterpretation of laws, medical procedures guidelines, creating their own science and facts. The great fear at this moment here is the United States Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, has operated unchecked as a rogue sub-agency of government operating outside the rule of law. Creating their own medical science, our deference, seizing property using omnipotent authority of ill-gotten gain over the field of medicine and medical science. Specifically, misidentifying the dosages and purposes of legally and medically prescribed FDA-approved narcotic analgesic medications, having useful and legitimate medical purposes, to be redefined as illegitimate. Mislabeling all as opioids. Congress determined federal law enforcement agencies are unqualified to determine whether drugs have a useful and legitimate medical purpose and are necessary to maintain the health and general welfare of the American people. 21 U.S.C. Section 811. Thomas W. Prevosnik, DEA Deputy Assistant Administrator Diversion Control Division, Letter 2, Richard A. Lahern, Ph.D. dated February 12, 2021. 3. One of the most important principles underlying the CSA and its implementing regulations is that to be valid, every prescription for a controlled substance must be based on a determination by an individual practitioner that the dispensing of the controlled substance is for a legitimate medical purpose in the usual course of professional practice. United States v. Moore, 423 U. SC 122, 1975, and 21 CFR 1306.04 A. Federal regulations do not define the term legitimate medical purpose nor do they set forth the standards of medical practice. It is up to each. DEA registered practitioners are authorized by DEA to do so, to treat patients according to his or her professional medical judgment in accordance with a standard of medical practice that is generally recognized and accepted in the United States. While DEA is the agency responsible for enforcing the CSA, DEA does not act as the federal equivalent of a state medical board overseeing the general practice of medicine and lacks the authority to issue guidelines that constitute advice relating to the general practice of medicine. 1. Dash, 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 dash. 1. See Exhibit 56F, letter dated February 12, 2021, from Thomas W. Prevosnik, DEA Deputy Assistant Administrator Diversion Control Division, to Richard A. Lahern. Ph.D. 3691 Nestling Lane, Fort Mill, South Carolina 29708 Lahern at Hotmail.com Thomas W. Prevosnik, DEA Deputy Assistant Administrator Diversion Control Division, Letter 2, Kevin Nicholson, R.P.H. Dated November 4, 2019 The DEA lacks the authority to issue guidelines that constitute advice relating to the general practice of medicine. The DEA has not promulgated new regulations regarding the treatment of pain. Federal law and DEA regulations do not impose a specific quantitative minimum or maximum limit on the amount of. 4. Medication that may be prescribed on a single prescription on the duration of treatment intended with the prescribed controlled substance. 
The DEA has consistently emphasized and supported the prescriptive authority of an individual practitioner under the CSA to administer, dispense, and prescribe controlled substances for the legitimate treatment of pain within acceptable medical standards. This is outlined in the DEA's policy statement published in the Federal Register, FR, on September 6, 2006, titled, Dispensing Controlled Substances for the Treatment of Pain, 71 FR 52716. A copy is enclosed for your convenience. 234. 2. See Exhibit 54D, letter dated November 4, 2019, from Thomas W. Prevosnik, Deputy Assistant Administrator Diversion Control Division to Kevin N. Nicholson, R. Ph. J.D. Vice President, Public Policy and Regulatory Affairs National Association of Chain DRNG Stores 1776 Wilson Boulevard Suite 200 Arlington, Virginia 22209. DEA Letter to Congresswoman Grace Meng, Member of Congress 60 District of New York, dated December 18, 2021. As a law enforcement agency, DEA is not a position to authorize or dictate what a doctor prescribes to a patient. DEA cannot grant waivers of any kind when it comes to the practice of medicine because no such waiver exists. As the United States component body charged with the management of controlled substances and chemicals for scientific, medical research, and industrial applications, DEA regulates the flow of controlled substances, not the practice of medicine. The changing prescribing practices of practitioners are derived by a shift to prescribe medicine consistent with guidance issued by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, along with guidance and recommendations of state boards of medicine. 3. 5. Congress, therefore, did not even leave it to DEA to perform one of its core CSA functions, the scheduling of controlled substances, without health care agency oversight and evaluation. See it. Section 811b, the Attorney General shall, before initiating proceedings, to schedule or reschedule a drug, request from the, HHS, Secretary of Scientific and Medical Evaluation, the recommendations of the Secretary to the Attorney General shall be binding, as to such scientific and medical matters. However, pharmacists and pharmacies also get contradictory guidance from federal health agencies and even the DEA that often disagrees with the appellant's licensing that pharmacists should interfere with a doctor's individualized medical judgment. Ibit 45. Underscore. 3. See Exhibit 53C Congresswoman Grace Meng, Member of Congress 60 District of New York, December 18, 2019. 4. HTTPS colon slash slash corporate dot Walmart dot com slash newsroom slash 2022 slash 09 slash 06 slash correcting the record on opioid lawsuits against Walmart. 5. HTTPS colon slash slash open dot Spotify dot com slash episode slash 2 XCLGF 4 PCN 0 Umflixi A6. C equals Epsurvit. Qui. WW. Ixug. WW. Factual Background The appellant is a pharmacist not a street drug dealer. On August 29, 2019, in the city of Tampa, Florida, Hillsborough County, Pronto Pharmacy 86 FR 647,14, 2021, was raided by DEA agents. Norman Clement was acting in the capacity of a licensed pharmacist and authorized whereby a pharmacist is a person who is professionally qualified to prepare and dispense medicinal drugs. This definition and is a statute within the Florida Administrative Code and Florida Administrative Register. 6. In this and other cases DEA diversion investigator using a subjective standard rather than an objective standard of proof beyond the reasonable doubt, and who is authorized established by Supreme Court 9-0 in Ruancon v. United States. DEA administrator could not be met to establish criminal negligence and thus falsely establish diversion solely based on subjective standards using of Google's maps, red flags and performed absolutely no follow-up investigation as found in Wheatland Pharmacy, 78 FR 69441, 69445, 2013, to establish diversion or evidence that any patients had diverted any prescription medications filled by pharmacists from Pronto Pharmacy LLC. See Decision and Order, Fed. Reg.86 FR 64714, 2021. Importantly, in Ruan v. United States holding that Section 841A, 
1 and Section 1306.04 require the government to provide that a practitioner defendant either, 1, subjectively knew a prescription was issued not for a legitimate medical purpose, or 2, issued a prescription that was objectively not in the usual course of professional practice. 1. United States dismissed indictment case number 119 CR 81 Judge McFarland. This matter is before the court on the unopposed motion to dismiss the superseding information and original indictment, Doc.150, as against defendant James Barkley. Also before the court is a letter submitted by defendant Barkley C. Exhibit 5.1a. Prosecutors had alleged in a 2019 indictment that Springboro, Ohio-based Miami Lucan, James Barkley and others failed to guard against illegal diversion of opioid pills in five states including West Virginia. 7. Prosecutors in this case elected to dismiss all defendants' charges in this case as they felt the standard of proof beyond the reasonable doubt, who was authorized to establish Supreme Court 9-0 Ruan Khan v. United States could not be met to establish criminal negligence. It is based upon a fundamentally untenable procedure, whereby the DEA administrator created its own change circumstance by quashing an order that already had been determined by this court to be valid and enforceable, rather than either choosing to comply with this court's order or to file a further appeal. See Exhibit 55E page 8-10, through 10, Federal regulations do not define the term legitimate medical purpose nor do they set forth the standards of medical practice. Further, Prosecutors feared an appeal to a higher court and therefore left open the fact the DEA administrator acted beyond the authority to develop regulations to monitor and control provider registration for prescribing and dispensing controlled substances. 21 U.S.C. Section 823F, 21 U.S.C. 824A, Gonzales, 546 U.S. at 262, Observing Sections 823F and 824A explicitly grant the Attorney General the authority to register and deregister physicians. It is entirely possible that an appellate court would view the issues differently than previously determined by this court. However, the key here is that review of this court's orders is appropriate only by an appellate court. An agency that has been directed to comply with a district court's order has no authority to simply disregard it through use of a procedural endron. See Exhibit 55E page 8-10. through 10. 8. Thus we have nexus this argument to Pronto Pharmacy LLC based here that the DEA administrator has attained omnipotent powers not granted by Congress and has been wrongfully exercising the use of their ill-attained authority to regulate the practice of medicine by criminalizing good-faith medical mistakes being freely able to flip-flop, moving the goalpost backward and forward generate rules policy and law without proper notice or hearing required by Congress C-21 U.S.C. Section 903, and further act as the federal equivalent of a state medical board overseeing the general practice of medicine while they have lacked the authority to issue guidelines that constitute advice relating to the general practice of medicine. Dictating what a doctor prescribes to a patient, promulgating regulations regarding the treatment of pain, imposing specific quantitative minimum or maximum limits such as 90 mme on the amount of medication that may be prescribed on a single prescription on the duration of treatment intended with the prescribed controlled substance, simply the DEA lacks the authority to issue guidelines that constitute advice relating to the general practice of medicine. IBID, 2. Rule. The Controlled Substances Act, CSA, is a closed regulatory system enacted by Congress, making it unlawful to manufacture, distribute, dispense, or possess any controlled substance, except in a manner authorized by the Act. 21 U.S.C. Section 801 at SEC, Jones Total Health Care Pharmacy, LLC v. Drug. 9. Infadmin, 881F.3D823, 827, 830-11 Sir. 2018, quoting Gonzalez v. Reich, 545 U.S. 1, 13, 2005. The Act entrusts the Attorney General with the authority to develop regulations to monitor and control provider registration for prescribing and dispensing controlled substances. 21 U.S.C. Section 823F, 21 U. S.C. 824A, Gonzales, 546 U.S. at 262, Observing Sections 823F and 824A explicitly grant the Attorney General the authority to register and deregister physicians. The Attorney General has delegated this authority to the Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, Administrator, 
under which the administrator has developed regulations to oversee provider registration. 21 U.S.C. Section 871, Gonzales, 546 U.S. at 262, Final Rule, Redelegation of Functions, Delegation of Authority to Drug Enforcement Administration Official, 75 Fed. Reg. 4982, February 1, 2010. CSA Section 841A, 1, cannot be interpreted as criminalizing negligent prescribing because the statute is bereft of any indication, clear or otherwise, that Congress intended to grant a federal law enforcement agency such sweeping authority over the practice of medicine. 8. Underscore. 7. See Exhibit 54D, letter dated November 4, 2019, from Thomas W. Prevoznik, Deputy Assistant Administrator Diversion Control Division to Kevin N. Nicholson, R. Ph. J.D. Vice President, Public Policy and Regulatory Affairs National Association of Chain DRNG Stores. 8. https colon slash slash www.supremecourt.gov slash docket pdf 2020-1410 slash 1786312021050716464225424 slash 2020-14-10-1786317164642254 underscore ruan percent 20 amikai percent 20 brief percent 20 percent 20 final percent 24 percent 20 filing percent 20 percent 205721.pdf 10. Analysis Congress, therefore, did not even leave it to DEA to perform one of its core CSA functions, the scheduling of controlled substances, without healthcare agency oversight and evaluation. See id. Section 811b, the Attorney General shall, before initiating proceedings, to schedule or reschedule a drug, request from the, HHS, Secretary of Scientific and Medical Evaluation, the recommendations of the Secretary to the Attorney General shall be binding, as to such scientific and medical matters. Pronto Pharmacy LLC, nexus this argument, see decision and order, Fed. Reg.86 FR 64714, 2021, the discretion of the DEA Administrative Court was not justified by the evidence and based exclusively on speculation. No finding of actual drug diversion was proven or found. No manufacturing of drugs occurred or proved beyond the reasonable doubt that both Pronto Pharmacy, its owner Norman J. Clement subjectively knew a prescription was issued not for a legitimate medical purpose, or, two, issued a prescription that was objectively not in the usual course of professional practice. Conclusion Doctors and pharmacists are not street drug dealers in white coats. 1. Illegal street drugs are not of identical, fungible, potency, or carry equivalent degrees of fatal diversion and addiction risks to DEA-scheduled, FDA-supervised, and controlled prescriptions drugs. The purity, doses, chemical structure, bioequivalence and slash or means of intake of illegal street drugs versus DEA-scheduled, FDA-supervised medications are different. Street drugs and prescription drugs are not equivalent. 2. Illegal street drugs and DEA-scheduled, FDA-supervised medications require different registered users. Doctors and pharmacists register with the DEA. Street drug dealers register with the Mexican, Colombian, or Russian drug cartels. 3. Illegal street drugs dealer and the DEA registrant doctor are not equivalent. The doctors prescribe DEA-scheduled, FDA-supervised medications, with intent to treat. On the other hand, Street drug dealers act in furtherance of supremacy in the international illicit drug market. 4. Doctors and pharmacists receive formal education from accredited schools of graduate education. Illegal street drug dealers receive informal education from the jails, the streets, and the Mexican, Colombian, Russian drug cartels. 5. Doctors and pharmacists settle disputes with patients in the court system. On the other hand, drug dealers settle disputes via gang fights while using deadly weapons. The weapons are used with intent to kill, intent to cause grievous body harm, or felony murder. 6. In conclusion, the education, experience, conduct, and registration of DEA-registered doctors and street drug dealers are not the same. 7. Doctors and pharmacists are not drug dealers in white coats. 2. The DEA administrative courts and administrator are not interested in finding the truth. 12. 
An administrative law judge has the power to receive evidence and to issue subpoenas to compel the attendance of witnesses and the production of materials necessary for the hearing. See 21 CFR Section 1316.52d. However, DEA administrative revocation hearings do not include the type of discovery process that is available to civil litigants in this court and are prevented from presenting witnesses such as the prescribing practitioners. As is found in Suntree Pharmacy and Suntree Medical Equipment, LLC, Decision and Order, 85 Fed. Reg. At 73,776-77. On petition for a writ of certiorari to the U.S. Supreme Court at no point did the acting administrator determine the legitimacy of the underlying controlled substance prescriptions that Suntree Pharmacy filled, nor did any qualified healthcare professional comment on whether the prescriptions were issued for a legitimate medical purpose. ID. At 73,774-75. The acting administrator also never heard testimony from any patients and prevented testimony from the physicians who prescribed the controlled substances Suntree Pharmacy filled. ID. At 73,754. Instead, the acting administrator simply relied on red flags identified by Dr. Gordon, a clinical hospice pharmacist for ProCare Rx, working from home as a consultant, i.e., not a retail pharmacist, and use these red flags as a proxy to conclude the prescriptions were illegitimate. ID. At 73,754, 73,774 75, R, 6 21, CBR. At 15-20, describing in detail Dr. Gordon's testimony. To this day, the DEA has never followed up with or penalized the medical providers who prescribed these so-called illegitimate controlled substances that Sun Tree Pharmacy filled. 9. 13. In both the cases of Pronto Pharmacy LLC and James Barkley et al., are similarly situated in nexus that Dr. Donald Sullivan professors at the Ohio State University College of Pharmacy working from home was used in both cases as the pharmacy expert consultant and used red flags as a proxy to conclude the prescriptions were illegitimate. See Decision and Order, Fed. Reg.86 FR 64714, 2021, ID. At https colon slash slash www.federalregister.gov slash d slash 2021 to 25133 slash p87. Underscore. 9. The owner of Suntree Pharmacy is both a pharmacist and licensed practicing attorney. Suntree Medical LLC was a separate closed-door pharmacy that did not dispense retail prescriptions. Suntree Medical had a separate DEA registration and was not in any way engaged in the conduct in the order to show cause. James Barclay's Letter to the Court In a letter, see Exhibit 51A, to the court, Honorable James McFarland, Mr. Barclay said he had repeatedly contacted the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration for guidance about opioid orders, and either received no response or was told that whether to fill an order was purely a business decision. He also said, The DEA had proof from the beginning of its investigation that Barclay lacked any authority to cancel orders personally. I was indicted because the DEA failed to do their job, and the government needed a scapegoat after the publicity of the opioid problems in West Virginia. 14. Plaintiff Miami Lucan is a Dayton, Ohio, pharmaceutical wholesaler with a DEA registration that permits it to operate its business. For nearly a decade, Three plaintiff has been under DEA scrutiny for facilitating the diversion of significant quantities of the highly addictive painkillers, oxycodone and hydrocodone. The court took judicial notice of the fact that the reference prescription drugs are among a class of opioids that have been commonly recognized as contributing to an ongoing opioid crisis in the United States. Over the course of its investigation, the DEA has issued numerous investigatory subpoenas to Miami Lucan, requiring the production of documents to DEA investigators, primarily in the Cincinnati, Ohio office. Rule. Supreme Court 9-0 Ruan-Khan v. United States could not be met to establish criminal negligence. And falsely established diversion based solely on the use of Google's maps and performed absolutely no investigation in Ruan v. United States holding that Section 841A, 1 and Section 1306.04 require the government to provide that a practitioner defendant either, 1, subjectively knew a prescription was issued not for a legitimate medical purpose, or 2, 
issued a prescription that was objectively not in the usual course of professional practice. Going strictly by pill, numbers is not enough to support a prosecution. The government must prove that a doctor prescribed controlled substances for no legitimate medical reason to impose criminal liability as a violation of Section 841A of the Controlled Substances Act. United States v. Outler, 659F.2D. 15. 1306, 1309, 5th Sir. 1981. The lack of a legitimate medical reason is as essential to the offense charged against a doctor as the requisite mens rea. Id. Emphasis added. This court should reinforce that requirement here. Analysis. An order purporting to be a prescription issued not in the usual course of professional treatment or in legitimate and authorized research is not a prescription within the meaning and intent of Section 309 of the Act, 21 U.S.C., Section 829, and the person knowingly filling such a purported prescription, as well as the person issuing it, shall be subject to the penalties provided for violations of the provisions of law relating to controlled substances. 21 CFR Section 1306.04a, emphasis added. A pharmacist violates this provision only if the pharmacist knowingly fills a purported prescription, i.e., a prescription that was not written, in the usual course of professional treatment. These critical limitations on a pharmacist's possible liability under Section 1306.04 are no accident. They were added to the regulation intentionally to avoid the UN-warranted and counterproductive imposition of liability. When first proposed in 1971, the regulation lacked the word knowingly, which would have allowed penalties for any person filling an illegitimate prescription. Purpose of Issue of Prescription, 36 Fed. Reg. 4847-4948, March 13, 1971. Pharmacists protested such an expansive rule, however, and during the comment period, specifically objected to the responsibility placed upon a pharmacist under Section 1306.04 to determine the legitimacy of a prescription. Comments and Objections to Part 306, 36 Fed. Reg. 7776-7777, April 24, 1971. 16. The DEA agreed with these comments and changed the legal standard in the final regulations, noting the language, was, revised to require knowledge. 10. Conclusion The DEA failed to do their job, and the government needed a scapegoat after the publicity of the opioid problems. As in Pronto Pharmacy LLC, Tampa, Florida, Sun Tree Pharmacy, and Jamie Barkley et al. See Exhibit 51A James Barkley's Letter all control medications ordered were legitimate, compounded, distributed, or dispensed by the prescriptive authority of an individual practitioner under the CSA to administer, dispense, and prescribe controlled substances for the legitimate treatment of pain within acceptable medical standards. This is outlined in the DEA's policy statement published in the Federal Register, FR, on September 6, 2006, titled, Dispensing Controlled Substances for the Treatment of Pain, 71 FR 52716. Underscore. 9. The owner of Suntree Pharmacy is both a pharmacist and licensed practicing attorney. Suntree Medical LLC was a separate closed-door pharmacy that did not dispense retail prescriptions. Suntree Medical had a separate DEA registration and was not in any way engaged in the conduct in order to show cause. 10. HTTPS colon slash slash youwherewithinthenorms.com slash 2022 slash 02 slash 04 slash Pronto Pharmacy LLC files dispositive motion challenging DOJ DEA in United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit slash PG.2. 17. Argument. The regulation at the heart of this case, 21 CFR section 1306.04a, provides, a prescription for a controlled substance to be effective must be issued for a legitimate medical purpose by an individual practitioner acting in the usual course of his professional practice. Leo Beletsky of Northeastern calls the government crackdown on prescribers getting low-hanging fruit. The DEA measures success based on the number of arrests and prosecutions. Doctors are minor players. 263 physicians were convicted by the DEA on charges between 2003 to 2017, and over 3,000 were forced to surrender their licenses.
they create their targets. Who is the biggest prescriber in a region, state, and nationwide? They are investigated? Who does the most procedures? They use flags like distance traveled, forgetting that by disincentivizing and terrorizing prescribers, there is no one left to prescribe and patients must travel farther for the same services. The flags created during the pill mill era are now self-perpetuating. If you mine data enough, you might find something, and law enforcement can access data without individualized suspicion, probable cause, or any judicial review. Numbers alone can't determine whether a crime has been committed, the normal amount of opioid prescribing for a physician treating pain or addiction will inevitably be much higher than the average for all doctors or the typical amount in most other specialties. 18. Appendix. Case, 1 colon 19 CR 00081 MWM doc hash, 147 filed, August 2, 2022 page, 1 of 2 page at hash, 1213. United States of America, Plaintiff. B. Anthony Rutini, et al. Defendants. Case number 119 CR 81 Judge McFarland. United States District Court for the Southern District of Ohio Western Division. Unopposed motion to dismiss the indictment without prejudice and stipulation. Pursuant to Rule 48A of the Federal Rules of Criminal Procedure, the United States of America hereby moves to dismiss the indictment against all remaining defendants in this case, without prejudice. The parties hereby agree to unconditionally release and hold harmless the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of Ohio, Drug Enforcement Administration, its officers, employees and agents, and all other federal, state and local law. 19. Enforcement agencies involved in the investigation and prosecution of the above-captioned case from any and all claims, demands, causes of actions or suits, of whatever kind and description, and wheresoever situated, that might now exist or hereafter exist by reason of or growing out of or affecting, directly or indirectly from this investigation and prosecution. Respectfully submitted. Kenneth L. Parker. United States Attorney. S. Slash Nicole Packas. Nicole Packas, 0096242. Case, 1 colon 19 CR 0081 MWM doc hash, 147 filed, August 2, 2022 page, 2 of 2 page at hash, 1214. S slash Sheila G. Lafferty. Sheila G. Lafferty, 0042554. S slash Timothy D. Oakley. Timothy D. Oakley, 0039965. Assistant United States Attorneys. 20. 221 East 4th Street, Suite 400. Columbus, Ohio 45202. 513 684 3711. Fax 513 684 2047. Nicole.packas at usage.gov. Sheila.lafferty at usage.gov. Tim.oakley at usage.gov. Approved by email authorization. S slash Richard H. Blake. Richard H. Blake, Esquire. Counsel for Miami Lucan. Burblake at McDonaldHopkins.com. S slash Bradley Davis Barbin. Bradley Davis Barbin, Esquire. Counsel for Devonna Miller West. Barbin at BarbinLaw.com. S slash S. Benjamin Bryant. S. Benjamin Bryant, Esquire. Counsel for Samuel R. Balangi. Spryant at schlawfirm.com. 21. Certificate of Service. I hereby certify that on this second day of August 2022, a copy of the foregoing unopposed motion to dismiss the indictment without prejudice and stipulation was filed electronically. Notice of this filing will be sent to all parties by operation of the court's electronic filing system. S. Slash Nicole Packas. Nicole Packas. 0096242, Assistant United States Attorney. Underscore. Conclusion. The appellant is a licensed pharmacist engaged in the practice of practice of pharmacy filing prescriptions for legitimate medical use authorized by medical-slash-dental providers license and authorized to treat patients. Federal law enforcement agencies are unqualified to determine whether drugs have a useful and legitimate medical purpose and are necessary to maintain the health and general welfare of the American people. 
thus demands that the court vacates the order of revocation of Pronto's pharmacy DEA registration. In the alternative, remand the case back to the trial court for adjudication under the proper. 22. Evidentiary Standard The decision in this case by the United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia will have far-reaching effects on the professions of medicine, dentistry, nursing, and other mid-level practitioners and pharmacists. The appellant is a pharmacist, not a street drug dealer. Wherefore, we demand upon this court. 1. Grant this motion and reverse these findings and decision of the administrative court, return and restore all privileges of the DEA Control Registration Certificates of Pronto Pharmacy LLC. 2. Further, dismiss the decision of Administrative Judge Mark Dowd in Agency Case No. 19-42, Federal Registry Filed 1927282 on December 20, 2021 with extreme prejudice. 3. Return all files, equipment, and medication to Pronto Pharmacy LLC and its owner Norman J. Clement of Tampa, Florida. 4. The court must send a clear and strong message in its final order to the deliberately misguided actions of the DEA. We, therefore, amend the reward damages and penalties of amounts greater than $8.7 billion U.S. dollars tax-free equivalent, and based on the Purdue Pharma agreed DEA red flag settlement of $8.3 billion. 23. September 14, 2022, respectfully submitted Norman J. Clement, Pro Se. Certificate of Service. I hereby certify that on September 14, 2022, a true and correct copy of the foregoing was filed through U.S. Mail Express upon the following. I, Norman J. Clement, hereby certify that I and agree to utilize jointly the foregoing respondent's notice of filing the certified list of the record with the clerk of the court for the United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit, by using U.S. mail on September 14, 2022. I certify further that petitioner is pro se, and that service will is accomplished by electronic mail to Anita Gay, Esquire United States Department of Justice Criminal Division slash Narcotic and Dangerous Drugs Section 145 N Street, Nebraska, Room 2 E-404 Washington, D.C. 2000-2202. 353 Norman J. Clement Norman J. Clement Pro. Say Pronto Pharmacy at AOL.com Exhibit 51A Exhibit 51A52B Exhibit 53C Exhibit 54D Exhibit 54D Exhibit 55E 55E. 55E. Exhibit. 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 55E Exhibit 55E Exhibit 55E Exhibit 55E Exhibit 56F Exhibit 56F Minority Report A man wearing a leather jacket stands in a running pose. A flag with a pre-crime insignia stands in the background. The image has a blue tint. Tom Cruise's name stands atop the poster and the title, credits, and tagline Everybody Runs June 21st are on the bottom. Theatrical release poster directed by Steven Spielberg, screenplay by Scott Frank John Cohen, based on the Minority Report by Philip K. Dick, produced by Gerald R. Molan, Bonnie Curtis, Walter F. Parks, Jan DeBont, starring Tom Cruise, Colin Farrell, Samantha Morton, Max von Sydow, cinematography Janusz Kaminski, edited by Michael Kahn, music by John Williams, production companies 20th Century Fox, 1 2 DreamWorks Pictures, 3 2 Amblin Entertainment, 2 Blue Tulip Productions. 2 distributed by 20th Century Fox a release dates June 19, 2002, Ziegfeld Theater June 21, 2002, United States running time 145 minutes 4 country United States language English budget $102 million 5 box office $358.4 million 5 Minority Report is a 2002 American science fiction action film 6, directed by Steven Spielberg, 
loosely based on the 1956 novella The Minority Report by Philip K. Dick. The film is set in Washington, D.C. and Northern Virginia in the year 2054, where pre-crime, a specialized police department, apprehends criminals by use of foreknowledge provided by three psychics called precogs. Petition denied. What relevance does that data have? Reviewing the data I obtained from a FOIA request by another doctor. It has become abundantly clear that insurance companies, attempt to cut their costs, has created analytics to target doctors inappropriately. It appears that the analytics insurance companies use created red flags that had no medical relevance to inappropriately target doctors' race, religion, country of origin, and economic status. This is not only anti-American, it is illegal. The insurance companies release this data to the DEA, who's that target's physician. Apparently, the DEA cherry-picks doctors in private practice with over 60 foreign graduates, blacks, Asians, Hispanics, and Jews. I have read forms that are collected by the insurance companies that include such information as a percentage of brand medicine ordered and several antivirals ordered. This information clearly does not indicate that a physician is doing anything wrong. But they are indicators of physicians, which may be costing the insurance company more money. Forms also have how many cars the physician has, how close to the water their house is, how rich their neighbors are, how far the physician's office is from the pharmacy, how far the patients have to travel to the pharmacy, how far the patients travel to the physician. Each of these questions is assigned a numerical score. If a physician's analytic hash is above a certain score, he's referred to the DEA, who then picks out physicians to target based on their race, religion, age, color their economic status. The government cannot obtain this data independently, so they partner with the insurance co. Begins. Company gets rid of DRS who cost them too much money, and the DEA takes the doctor's assets. This is the way things happen in a third world country. On my indictment, I was given a score which is the percentage of opioids to non-opioids that I prescribed. What studies have been done to support the relevance of that number? This data is being used to save insurance companies dollar by discriminating against doctors in a biased manner. Dr. S are being charged criminally for prescribing appropriate medicine at the inns. Companies do want to pay for it. There are many more analytics that are used to target physicians. I would like to see this information to help defend myself for my upcoming case in October. Thank you. For now, you are within the norms.